0: Welcome to Sacred Silence. This is Sorella Jones. Beginning in the month of May, we are going to be having a few interviews. They will be spaced throughout the week, and I will also have meditations during the week. So there will be both. Um, I'm inviting my my daughter-in-law, married to my son, Katrina Jones, and she is a fellow meditator, and she has her Uh, own inspiration and insightfulness to bring. Also, there will be information in the notes where you can contact me or contact Katrina if you have further questions. Remember, um, I do use essential oils, and I am inviting you to put your oils on. They help facilitate clarity and give us uh, more of a freedom, more of an openness to receiving new things new information so without anything further let's let's get right into the interview today Okay, welcome back, Katrina. Hey, good to be here. <laughs> so on the last segment that we did, we were we talked about the incarnation of Christ. That was our starting point. And we there were so many wonderful foundational truths. And so this time we're going to continue with just helping our listeners. Who might have some questions, and and just inviting them, they can use the Anchor app to uh, leave a voice message, and we'll get back with them with some of our best ideas or just thoughts, whatever. Um, also, uh, on the notes for this particular podcast, I'll stick in some emails, and we'll get so you can actually get a hold of us if you have something you want to ask about. Um, but we're going to continue with learning how we can help each other in the process of meditation and I wanted to start with that point that you brought up of flow Mm -hmm. because yes you're absolutely right we find and you said it earlier as well that we put our roots down and we we make a tent and a building around (laughs) it. (laughs) it doesn't take us very long to do that but not only that that's kind of the way religion has been set up Mm -hmm. It has been set up with some rigid rules. And so when we begin a practice of meditation, I always, my first suggestion would be to really begin acknowledging how much love we are. Mm -hmm. Because that reservoir of love will answer many of your future questions. And so I begin with just, contemplating sitting with it seeing it and most of all feeling it yeah and feeling the love that i am and if you get that i use the visual the visual is your sun image or the circle image but the sun image is better because the rays are going out yeah and i see myself in that But that is totally me as well. I cannot be outside of that. There's no part of me that can be outside of that if I'm in it. It is totally in me. Mm -hmm. So it is who I am. It is my identity. Mm -hmm. So when we discover in the quiet, secret, sacred, holy place, our identity is love and God is love from there, I think so much of the mysteries of, of all that we're talking about begin to open up. Mm.
1: There is so much that he wants to show you. <laughs> if your heart is open, like a little child, I, you know, having grandchildren now and getting to like really observe them and watch them, especially Maisie, she's almost four and i'm just so reminded of the childlikeness of curiosity like you think about they come into this world they've never had the experiences that we have and so everything is new and fresh and they're exploring everything and i think that that's definitely if we can tap into that heart that that framework of understanding that we i think that's what jesus was saying be like little children be curious Mm -hmm. be explore ask the questions you were created for for that and there is so much there's there's a scripture that jumps out at me periodically when it, it said you know come and I will show you the things that you have never known wonders that you have never known and I just think every day Every hour of every day is an invitation, a divine invitation by divine love asking you to enter in and say, and is saying, let come and let me just show you all the amazing things you've never known before. And there's, Mm -hmm. I mean, how can we say no to that? That's (laughs) what's called me forth so many times. And, you know, Mm -hmm. one time you get a taste, taste and see that he is good, taste and see that it's amazing. And you you will begin to hunger and thirst for more of it and more of it and more of it. Um, I was reminded as you were speaking, so to the audience who does may not, I mean, you've probably gotten to know Sue over her podcast and as she teaches, but um, I've known her for over 30 years now. And I can tell you that Sue has always had these moments where she drops these, And I don't even think it's intentional. It's just the beautiful way of conversation that things come out of us for one another that are very divine and (laughs) divinely inspired. And so I remember years ago, you sharing a story and this has come up in my life so many times when we are, um, when maybe fear rose up of man or fear of maybe even jumping into these curiosities and asking these questions and maybe trusting could this really be true that this divine love is leading us into this when maybe other people are saying other things, but your heart is really curious. You said there, there was a time in your life when you realized you just kind of came to the place where the curiosity was greater than the condemnation of man. And you said, I think I'm going to take my chances with God. And Mm -hmm. I've never I've never forgotten that it comes up in my life so many times. And if, if I just think about if the audience is in a place where maybe they're a little fearful, but the curiosity is there, just decide to take your chances with God. Cause really you're taking your chances with divine love. What can go wrong? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's true. It's true. And you know, one of the things as christians we come from that persuasion mm-hmm. and um and of course anything that doesn't line up had you know point for point the here's the big image a lot of our points don't add up with what we believe
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> because we initially uh, we're always said that he is love that's we would agree with it we would say god is good all the time all the time god is good and yet we would also bring in our fear fear of sin fear of uh, being insulted being offended fear of situations consequences you name it just fear when we read the word it says love covers there's no there's no fear in love love covers sin Mm -hmm. but we have a hard time bringing ourselves into that agreement and so this is another point of meditation when we sit with things and we observe not just those things we're afraid of but observing what is true you know that truth Will become your new bottom line that truth will become your plumb line mm. and when the fear comes back at you that has been with you maybe your entire life it meets a new thing mm. it meets this plumb line that says wait a minute he's father how bad can he be yeah. or wait a minute didn't he say i could trust him Mm. Didn't he say he was constantly abiding? Didn't he say everything would be provided? So that kind of helped me in my initial meditations, yes, to put get those fears just out of the way, yeah. just identifying them as what they were. They were, uh, we, in our little prayer group that we used to have, uh, one of our friends used to visualize a little tiny gnat like sitting on her shoulder, just <laughs> it away, you know, and I see myself doing that. And oftentimes I bring up the computer image and I see myself hitting delete. Yeah. The, you know, the word tells us to capture each thought and compare it to the wisdom and knowledge of God. If it doesn't agree with that, hit the delete button. And for me, that's just a visual that I see in my mind. I do it. And then I look at my feelings. I sit there and I, Just let my feelings be. And I recognize that peace that passes understanding is always available.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Well, as you were talking to, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, we've done a lot of understanding and research to and growing in our knowledge of understanding like the subconscious mind and, and more of like even the physiology of how our brain and our bodies work and all of that. And so there's really even a science behind that. If you understand that, like, a lot of our fears stem from knowledge that is based on the past, because our mind, uh, you know, our literal mind can only know what's already been done. It can never know what's ahead. Only the heart combined with the mind that's combined with the father can, you know, foresee things that the mind, the other mind is never Experience before. Hopefully you guys followed me in that and you can clean it up for me, Sue. But <laughs> in that, in that idea, you realize that we're always going to be growing and being challenged by old thinkings because we're, if we're advancing and we're learning and we're and not with our mind, but with our heart by the father, he's going to give us revelations that blow our mind out of the water. And so there has to be an element of humility in a sense that says, this is where I am now. This is the understanding I have now, but it's probably going to change tomorrow because everything's Mm going to be new and fresh and he's going to teach me something new. And I think that that's where a lot of the fear comes from. And if we can understand that those fears are based on past experiences that
0: that's perfect it's a really good thing to bring up okay most of our most of our fears are either from our past or fear of the future what's going to happen when we bring ourselves into our present moment which is exactly what meditation is all about yes then that moment is perfect you're sitting there you're breathing you place your uh, attention perhaps on your breath not because it's a technique but because it opens up that subconscious part of you. It's a new brainwave. If we're talking science, it's a theta brainwave. And now these subconscious things, which were buried away when we were, maybe even before we're born, things that are on our subconscious mind. And our mind doesn't know if it's true. It just sees it as its truth. Whatever is in our mind is its truth. So for instance, you could I remember going to Purdue university and they tricked us. I would go, if you were late for breakfast, you had to get whatever they wanted to experiment with. And they at Purdue, they experimented with food. So they would serve you something that looked like an egg and tasted like cantaloupe. It was weird stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Or it might look like cottage cheese and taste like ice cream. I mean, just some weird stuff that is, can happen in our subconscious mind. We can remember something that could have been very nice, but we can remember it badly mm. because of the, what was going on around that thing. Yeah. Something bad or something that scared us, whatever. Now, if we bring in meditation to the present moment, to our own heart, recognizing how we are loved, We are the apples that don't fall too far from the tree Mm. and the tree is God and God is love. So here we are, we are love and we can kind of smile on the inside and that subconscious memory comes up and now we're giving it a new feeling. Mm. We've taken away the fear. We're giving it the feeling of that present moment. And that's why we can observe it without the fears and the tribulation and the all of the rest of it and you know in the bible addresses these things it says we're 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 not supposed to um, worry about things and but tribulations must come but we will face it in patience Mm -hmm. that's the meditation yeah we will face it in quietness and you find that some of your strongest people that we talk about, Corey Ten Booms and other people from the wartime concentration camps managed, the, some of the weakest people managed to get through the camp because of a meditative practice, mm. which, as you and I, we didn't really call it that. Right. But we do hear in that place, we do open ourselves up. My sheep hear my voice. That's a given. So there should be no time in our life when we're not hearing.
1: Yeah. You know, you, uh, you bring that <laughs> up about Corey ten Boom. And I also really believe in studying the life of Jesus that meditation was was what put him in the state of being able to endure the cross. Yes. And, you know, it, it is often referred to in scripture that he would withdraw to a quiet place. He was always withdrawing to a quiet place. Well,
0: he was middle eastern yes he yes we forget that
1: yes <laughs> we try to sanitize and he, everything and like no this was a major practice that's been handed down through the ages that's right and he i believe you know that is truly what put him in that place to be able it, to endure yes i think
0: that's the enigma that even it, it as a christian it's always it it challenged me until i understood the meditation mm-hmm. because it's in quietness it's in the small things that overcome mm-hmm. it's the wee small voice nothing about it was ever you know just supposed to be bombastic even the uh, um when they had Terrible things happening, and the plugs and stuff. There were insects that were doing this. These yeah, ones, little. It's like the virus that's hit us. Right. It's not a big war machine coming in. Uh, David didn't pick up a war m- gun. He picked up stones. I mean, there was so much of what happened, and and there's big pictures of what it wasn't him killing a person. Is scripturally, we're expanding our minds in this meditative place to understand what. What is the story behind the story? What is the parable? And, and Jesus taught in parables. Yet so often we only are in ourselves. We're only picking up the literal. We're not, because the spirit will, as you said, speaks spirit to spirit. Right. So it'll give us a much more infinite, much broader, deeper, and wider understanding. Well, Katrina, I have to say we've been on 45 minutes. It's been wonderful. And I'm sure um, we'll do this again sometime, but this will be divided into three sections for everyone. And then also just to let everyone know that we're kind of thinking about having some younger people on that have also practiced meditation and to just kind of pick their little brains and their little hearts a little bit and uh, bring it into that uh, age bracket for everyone. And so uh, look forward to that. Absolutely. (laughs) So I'm really, really, really delighted with this. And I know our listeners will be, and I know that they will glean a lot because these kind of These are teaching things, but we're practicing what we preach. I'm not sitting here with notes. I know you're not. No, I'm not. (laughs) And we're just speaking from our heart and letting the spirit guide the conversation, for which I am very thankful. And it makes everything easy. Mm -hmm. And that's what the scripture says. He says, the burden's light and it's not heavy. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So... <clears throat> anyway thank you katrina so much if you have a final word you want to say uh, go for it
1: okay well I, you know i wrote down real quick just as the the thought that was that i would want to wrap up with and that was just remember to just be childlike trust your abba trust love trust that everything is rigged in your favor and taste and see that it is good amen and you know what To life Look. yeah absolutely <laughs> and don't feel like you have to know it all just do it <laughs> yeah in fact you know you are brilliant Yes. and the more you just do it
0: the more you're going to shine yeah. let your light so shine before men yes absolutely exactly thank you so happening.
1: much thank you so much for having me this has been so fun
0: <laughs> all right have fun today Trine. yes
1: you love you